Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm Daft Prodigy, and you are listening to Session 56, Rematch. We are very excited to return to the lair of Piltz Swastel. When our heroes last left this place, Piltz was played by the incomparable Philip Melvin. Now, given the rigors of being a working composer and living several time zones away from us, we were not able to record with him here the second time. But Philip, in his infinite generosity, agreed to dub over a few choice lines. So keep in mind while listening that Piltz's voice may shift between Reigns and Philip's a few times. If you're looking for an in-universe explanation of this phenomenon, his failed suicide attempt really jacked up his vocal cords at the end of session 51. As a quick scheduling note, we are replacing our original recording of Session 57 with a two-part collaborative adventure with Zach and Giroux of Pot Against the Machine, and we will be releasing the first of two parts of that on our usual release day. Then the second part, two weeks after that. Since these are having such a quick turnaround from record to release, we are not editing them quite as much as we do for most of the show, but thankfully, we have the quick wit and incredible improv of both Zach and Giroux to enhance a space we would otherwise be filling with ums and ahs. We are huge fans of Pot Against the Machine, and these guys were great to hang out with. In addition to the vocal stylings of Philip Melvin, this session also features his music. More info after the show. This session also features sound effects from Sirenscape. Now, if you're like us, you really want to see Piltz get punched in his big, nasty, punchable face. So let's go do that in Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Where's the Crimson? Curse of the Crimson Throne. It's Crimson. It's a throne. It's a throne. There's a curse. And it's, and it's on TV tonight. <laughs> uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, Tuesday, actually. <laughs> so what happened last time? Curse the Crimson Throne. Oh boy, last time on Curse the Crimson Throne. We had a bit of a short episode last time. We had a bit of a short episode. You know, we had a little bit of a breather, a little bit of an interstitial episode. So um, we recollected ourselves after stopping um, Vencarlo Orsini's house from burning down. (laughs) Um, We were met by... Amin Jalento. Amin Jalento, the guy who was previously a noble who we rescued from an angry mob at the very start of the adventure. Still, still technically a noble. Still technically a noble, but like the land he owns now is his entire house has been destroyed. He's living in its ruins. But as thanks for the uh, kindness we showed him, he got us out of there before people started looking for the arsonists uh, and they, you know, they wouldn't have been able to find the uh, Red Mantis assassins because they dissolved. Uh, and that, so they would have blamed us. So he got us out of there, which we appreciated muchly. 
And then you got him out of uh, yeah. Old Corvosa. And then we got him out of Old Corvosa. Uh, we yep. took him through the, the sewers. Thankfully, didn't run into any more uh, <laughs> nasty uh, thieves of any sort. Yes. Um, you had quite an interesting experience with them the first time. Yes. <laughs> um. uh, and made our way back down to the Dead Warrens, where we currently have our little hideaway. Updated Cressida, a very sleepy Cressida, in her pajamas, <laughs> in her in her pajamas and slippers, and a breastplate because she doesn't do any work without her armor on. Yes. Um, we updated her on what we discovered about um, Van Carlo, which was that, uh, well, um, Gelento had some updates on us because, um, Van Carlo was teaching him how to do swordplay. Um, we got, uh, some additional confirmation that Van Carlo had gone to, uh, check out what's been happening at the Arconas. Yes. And, um, also that, uh, Van Carlo and Salvatore Scream had had a bit of an argument before he left. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we talked to Salvatore, um. Yeah, it was kind of a, it was kind of an interesting session in that you guys didn't learn a whole lot, but you had it corroborated by another source. Yeah, yeah, and we're sort of put, you know, we sort of put everything together that, um, Van Carlo went to go try to find the Seneschal who had fled to the Arconas after trying, after a, a, an attempted assassination by, um, Queen Iliosa. Yes. And that neither of them have been seen since. Uh, we tried to scry on, uh, the Seneschal, uh, Neolandis Calipopolis, and found that although the scry would have worked, there was something preventing us from seeing him. Uh, we did a little bit of, of searching of our own brains uh, and determined that this was probably something like Mage's Private Sanctum or something else that just blocks scrying, but that it's very likely the Seneschal is still alive. So... Uh, we are now planning to go and try to talk to the Arconas. We are planning to win their favor by doing some good in Old Corvosa, namely yes. ridding Old Corvosa of Pilt's Swastle, yes. who we tried to attack a level ago uh, and <laughs> lost on initiative. It wasn't very good. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Things went badly <laughs> things, and you ran away. Things went badly and we ran away. Well, um, you know, sometimes you run away and you live to fight another day and now... Now, it is another day. It is, indeed. And on this day, we fight! This day, we fight. Um, I have been making sure that all of my characters have buff spells prepared. Uh, and it's, it's, very, it's very good. We're going to be all buffed up. Uh, big buff Cheeto puffs. Big buff Cheeto puffs. That's us. Yes. Um, so. So. Um, now, I, I won't bother with how you get into Old Corvosa. You guys have proven we yourself. We drive there. We drive there. Um, <laughs> we, we, I, I believe we've proven that you all are competent enough at getting in and out of old Corvosa without getting caught, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, uh, unless you want me to roll some random encounters and see if you find anything. <laughs> no, let's just say we make it there. Okay. So you do your, you do your sneaking and you manage to get into old Corvosa. And now you are in old Corvosa. You're in old Corvosa. Uh, where would you like to enter old Corvosa? Uh, I mean, we can probably pop up near Salvatore's house. Okay. 
So uh, you get your ghillie suits on and uh, <laughs> and you come up with oysters clinging to your ghillie suits <laughs> at Salvatore's house. Oh, we can sell these. Make a lot of money. They're delicacies. Yes. St. <laughs> Alika's oysters. <laughs> All right. Um, and yeah, uh, what what does uh, old Corvosa look like right now? Oh, you know, as I said before, <laughs> the birds are chirping, the people are screaming, the houses are burning. All right. Um, I would like to walk down uh, uh, Wave Street uh, and turn onto uh, Corvosa Boulevard and sort of check yes. out the Temple of Eridan as we head to Piltz's Palace. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so actually, I, I should note, as you're, as you're coming... As you're coming on to Wave Street, uh, you will see a guy, chest out, sword at his shoulder, marching, <laughs> marching with purpose toward the east. Oh. Uh, and here, he looks like something like this. Oh. And he is just strutting with determination on his face, mutton chop, sideburns, and a big brimmed hat. It's a little bit worse for wear. Some loose-fitting leather, well, damn, and just this huge greatsword. Uh, it's an okay sword, huh? And a tattered cloak that he's fastened around himself, and it's billowing out behind him as he walks. Oh well, I guess we're gonna have to follow this gentleman. Stand aside! I am on important business. Oh, what? Uh, hi. Uh, we're the cover of night. What sort of important business are you? Vengeance. On? Vengeance. Yes. Uh, I am on a mission of vengeance. Against. Tilts Swastel. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. We were just on our way there. This fiend is responsible for the death of my entire family. Frick, he I'm must sorry. pay. Um, cool. Uh, all right. So you've got a sword. I've got a fauchard. Um, we had just barely survived the blood veil epidemic when his thugs came to my house. I was away trying to earn enough to feed my family. I returned home to find their bodies bloodied, beaten. My wife, my two children. I'm sorry. All dead by his hand. Okay. Um... We'll let you deal the finishing blow if you want. Yes. Today, justice comes to old Corvosa, or my name isn't Tesh Zabardin. Tesh Zabardin. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Lenore Milosevic. Tesh Zabardin. D you said. Ah. Um, so you've got a sword. Yes. Uh, how experienced are you at using the sword? I... Uh, was a soldier for a time. How how long is a time? Oh, like ten. But well, this was ten years ago. I don't know, six months. Goodness. All right. Um. Well, it was a pretty quiet time. There weren't any wars going on or anything. So all right, I all served right. six months and right. then I got another job. Um. How do I put this nicely? If you go into Pilz's palace, you will die. Then I will join my family. No. Mm, let's see, he's got. Uh, My honor must be satisfied. He's He's got a barbarian named Jabber. 
Then Jabber will be the first to no, die. Jabber will kill you probably within six seconds of and seeing I, you. To die in pursuit of vengeance is an honorable death. I, I, I get it. I get it. I really do. I really get it. But what if you were to say, hire us to go and visit vengeance upon upon Pilt Swastel? I can't possibly hire you. I have nothing left. I, I mean, I just. Uh, a favor? Everything from me. A favor. A favor. Yeah? We're, we'll do it for you. I just, I, I recommended hiring for sort of the legitimacy of the whole thing. Um, but we could do it for you. No. I must be there to kill him myself. Um, Piltz, uh, Piltz killed, um, my brother. Um, ah. and I, I would like... And we must fight together. Yes. Let this be the hour that we draw swords together. How, how about, how about, um, how about... He's marching. No, <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, um, dun, dun. How, how how about uh how about we draw straws um to see who gets to go in and fight Piltz? I first. will fight him. Um, yeah. um <laughs> and if, do you intend to stand in my way? I, I I mean no. You cannot possibly stand between me and vengeance. Of course and if not. you do then you are my enemy too. Oh no, no, of course not. Um, um. And stand aside. Of course. And he starts marching again. Okay. Um. <laughs> Ophelia goes back to. We have to find some way to stop this guy from going to attack Pilts because he's going to die. It's turning down onto uh onto uh, uh Main Shore Boulevard. Um. <laughs> I know. I know. Um. <laughs> What's up? Um. When we get a little bit closer to Pilt's Palace, I would like to have Damien cast Major Image okay. uh, to give the appearance of uh, Pilt's and a couple of guards like walking okay. uh, a little a little ways off. Okay, uh, so you're you're getting on to uh, one of the roads closer to Pilt's Palace. Mm -hmm. All right, what are you doing? Damien's going to cast Major Image to make it look like Pilt's is there. They can um, like walk out from a from around a building. Yes. Uh, hey, what are you doing? Fuck. Ah! Pilts is there! Get him! Watch this. <laughs> um, do, do you want him to say anything? Or yes. do anything? What? Oh! <laughs> Don't! Uh, he's going to pull out his, his illusory rod of wonder uh, and start smacking it in his hand like he's trying to get it to work. Uh, Pilts Swastle! You killed my family! <laughs> I will make you pay for your crimes! He draws the sword from its sheath. What can I say? Tosses the sheath aside. For me, it was Tuesday. Ah! And he charges at Pilts. Uh, and Damien would like to make the mirror image react as if it has been stabbed. The guards, <laughs> the guards run away. The image okay. of Pilts bleeds copiously. You. Uh, hold on, I need to make a will save. Uh, What's the DC? DC 14. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so he hacks away at the at the image of Pilts, and you're making it react accordingly. Yes, yes. yes. Pilts is screaming. There's blood going everywhere. He goes, and then he takes his hand and he, woo, woo, fuck, moves it through Pilts's body. Fuck, this isn't real. What? 
trick? That scoundrel! He thought he could he could turn me away from vengeance with illusion. <laughs> Fuck. Pilt Swastel, does your villainy know no bounds? <laughs> and he's gonna continue marching. <laughs> so watching this guy and uh, his his sort of combat prowess, how did he how did he look? Oh, his form was horrible. Uh, he looks like this is probably the first time he's wielded a sword in like 10 years. Oh, God. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. He's walking down the street. We're going to have to knock this guy out for his own safety. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, have to knock this guy out for his own safety. Uh... <laughs> okay. Ophelia would like to go and non-lethally smack him can can bane damage be non-lethal let me check yes if you choose to make your damage non-lethal the bane damage is also non-lethal okay i i would like to non-lethally attack uh take a minus four on the attack roll this poor bastard um now he believes we are allies uh so i will get i will I will get my hidden strike damage as well. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Uh, that's with the minus four? Yes. Okay. Yes, that hits. Okay. So we'll deal 1d8 plus five non-lethal damage. Okay. Uh, so six, or sorry, 11. Okay. 11 non-lethal damage. He's knocked out. Okay. So um, <laughs> we're just going to... Okay, so he's not. So, so, so how do how do you do this? So, um, Ophelia just sneak just sneaks up behind him as he's marching, and just takes uh, the hilt of her sword in her hand and just conks him on the back of the head. <laughs> Sorry about this. And then, uh, can we find somewhere relatively safe <laughs> to put him so he doesn't get like. I don't know his yeah. throat slit. Yeah, you drag him into an alley somewhere yeah. and sorry, sorry. Prop him up in a like like there's probably like a little place where somebody has their trash bins or something. Yeah, uh, and you push him between the bins. We'll put put like a put put him sort of amidst them to, to mm. give him a little bit of concealment while he's uh, <laughs> while he's not. A pig out. comes running down the down the down the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Starts licking him. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about this. I mean, I'm not that sorry because you'll be alive. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hi. Did you escape from Piltz's from Piltz's castle? Did you? Did you? Oh, who's a good little piggy? You are. <laughs> Goodness. Real handle animal. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! I don't have. I don't have any. Uh. Oh, I do have a minus four to that. Um, all right, I'll I'll just roll a charisma check with the relevant penalties. Uh oh. What's up? <laughs> How's a two sound? Actually, uh, the the pig gets starts to get close, and as you get as you get close, the pig, uh, you can see, sort of shrinks back a little bit and just runs off. Wait, 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 wait. Damn. Running off uh, in a random direction. I guess I smell like rats now. I'm more sorry about that than I am about the guy. Is he? Is he? Okay, he's still breathing. <laughs> Not a problem. Drooling. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So. God. Now, all right. With all that taken care of. So as we approach Pilz's 
place. Tilta's Palace. I have some 10 minute per level buffs I would like to put up. Okay. First off, I would like to have Unia cast Freedom of Movement on Lenore. Yes. Second, I would like to have Lenore cast Sea Invisibility. Okay. I'm going to put a little boot. Sorry, sorry, who's got Freedom of Movement? Lenore. Okay. I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little boot here mm-hmm. and uh, a little eye to indicate that you have C invisibility on. All right. Uh, any other 10 minute per levels? Any other 10 minute per levels? Um, I have some one minute per level buffs that I think I will wait to cast until I am considerably closer. Actually, one minute per level buffs now last nine minutes. Uh, so... Actually, um, let's put those up too. Uh, I can't imagine this taking more than. So are, you, are you are you just storming the place, or what are you doing? Um, actually, I suppose uh, it's it's a little bit difficult to uh, to just storm. It's a castle. Um, well, it's it's not a castle. Oh, it's it's a bunch of tenement buildings. It's a bunch of tenement buildings. Yes. Then, then yeah, I mean, basically, what I want to do is I want to go up, get the guards' attention, and then say, "Tell Pilts, best of three. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So, so I guess on the way up, I have a couple of one minute per level buffs I'd also like to put up. Um, okay. Damien and Lenore are both going to put up shield. Okay. Uh, Unia is going to put up iron skin. Okay. And, um, ooh, ooh. And uh, somebody should get spell resistance. Ooh, let's give Ophelia spell resistance. Damien's going to put up mirror image. So 1d4 images plus one per three caster levels. So I get 1d4 plus three now. There are six mirror images of Damien. And... And we'll put up bless as well. Right. And I think that'll be now, how many round. rounds have been spent buffing. I should. Ask. Oh, oh, five rounds. Five rounds. Okay. We're going to start the clock at five. You have 95 around, <laughs> or so you have 85 <laughs> rounds remaining. Okay. Um, I'm going to just bring one of you into initiative order right. so that we can, we can do like group actions. Uh, so, so you, you now have the place in sight and you have your minute per level buffs up. Uh huh. Uh, I'm going to say like two or three rounds of just walking there. Yes. So eight rounds have gone by. Yes. Okay. So how are you getting in here? Well, what, what's the, what's the, um, the situation? Are there guards visible? There are guards posted on the rooftops of the Eastern buildings. There's one who's sort of patrolling along. Uh, there's a bridge here at a distance. It's probably not a big deal. Uh, there are guards, uh, surrounding the building on the lower levels. Okay. And are you like scouting around the perimeter or are you doing anything? I think I would like to try and find a front door to kick in. Um, this would be the front door. I would like to kick in the front door. Okay. There is a guard standing there. (laughs) Okay. Um, Lenore's going to come forward, uh, intimidatingly. Okay. Tell your friends if they want to live, they should get out now. What? We're coming to kill Pilts. The fuck you say? We are coming to kill Pilts. Ah, so intruders then. Intruders! Roll for initiative. (laughs) 
look, sometimes subtlety is not my party's strong suit. That's fine. Hmm. Alright. Rolling for initiative. Let's start with Damien. So Damien has a 19.04. Let's roll for Unia. Unia has a 17.00. Nice. Ophelia. Ten on die. Sorry, who got the 17? That was Unia. Okay. Ophelia got a 15.05. Okay, and Lenore? And Lenore. Aww. <laughs> Amazing. Somebody had to roll below a 10. Lenore got a 12.07. Oh, 07, gotcha. Yes. Great. Okay. So it's just this one guy right now. Uh, uh, and you guys say that you're going to kick his ass. Yeah. And then Damien, what do you do? Damien. Okay, I used the major image today. Uh, Damien would like to. Hmm. Damien would like to cast haste on the party. Oh boy. <laughs> Hold up. Haste. Have this tick down. <laughs> okay, here. All right. Just after Damien. Okay. Uh, okay, so you cast haste on the party. You were all hasted. Okay, and we've all been hasted. Uh, and... Unia. Unia. Uh, Unia would like to move past guard and open door. Okay. Move, standard action, open door. Ophelia. Ophelia. You draw your weapon as you do that? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ophelia would like to move and draw her weapon as well. Uh, run through the open door that Unia has opened. 60. Okay, so you run up and yep. up the stairs. Run, run in. Just right run past up. the guard. Yep. <laughs> and Lenore. Lenore is going to rage. Yes. So let me get that uh, tasty, tasty. 18 points of temp HP up now. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Lenore's just gonna look at the guy. Last chance to run. Um, I serve my emperor faithfully. All right. Uh, she's gonna attack the guard. Okay. <laughs> Your arms stretch out. Uh, the the coruscating patterns swirl around you. Smack. Smack. Oh, that was not great, but he is flat-footed, so... Yeah. Um... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> 16 to hit? That will hit. All right. Flat-footed. 1d10 plus 17 damage. <laughs> I got a three on die. Bless. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 24 points of damage. Okay. Wait. Gonna hit him again? Are you? Fucking damn it! Rolled a natural one. I'm not gonna hit him again. Okay. Uh, and... Oh god. Okay. Oh, now I get a 19 on die. Okay, so you don't <laughs> confirm a critical fumble. <laughs> All right. Uh, and um, my so I as the attacks go, the hasted attack comes right after the attack with the highest attack bonus. So yes. here's the iterative. Oh my god. Uh, that is a 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And another 1d10 plus 17 damage. 
That is 21 points of damage. Great. He's not looking good. He is bloodied. Are you uh, sure you don't you, want to you run? Hit, you hit this guy. You hit this guy twice, uh, and um, you see blood pooling on his on his uh, tattered uh, armor. And he's like, <laughs> ah, shit! What the fuck is wrong with you people? Run! Uh, that is exactly what he's going to do. He's gonna go. Nah, fuck the emperor. <laughs> he's gonna run. <laughs> All right, Unia will not take an attack of opportunity as he runs. And neither will Lenore. Right. He flees off into the place. Day. <laughs> into the streets. Into the streets, yes. All right. Along the streets. Haste ticks down around. Damien, what are you doing? Uh, what can Damien do? He's already cast haste. So I can kind of see the guy a little bit, right? Damien? Oh, no, no. Damien cannot see the guy at all. Oh, Damien. Ophelia oh. can probably see, like, the top of his head. Okay, so I don't have line of effect. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to drop a fireball. You're too, you're too, you're too low. I don't want to drop a fireball in a bunch of tenement buildings if I can avoid it. Um, I mean, you could drop a fireball in the room. You can see the roof uh, from where you are. Okay. Or ceiling, I guess. You can see the ceiling from where you are. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's do fireball? a fireball. Let's do a fireball. Damien, right. Damien, is, Damien is going to scream. You'd better run if you have feet. Or, or hooves! Or if, if you have a movement speed! Uh, and <laughs> Damien is going to cast Fireball. Oh, I think they all failed. Uh, in What's the your room. DC? Uh, it is a DC 19. Oh, they all failed their reflex save. Reflex save. Roll me some Fireball damage. 96! <gasps> okay, uh, I'm gonna roll that in the dice roller on roll 20 because that's a lot of d6. 96. 36 points of damage. Uh, and bonus action, Damien's gonna charge up his cards with plus one shocking. Or should I do brilliant energy? Yes! I would like to do plus one brilliant energy. It's a brand new one. It's a brand new Magus Arcana I got. <laughs> How long does that last? A minute? Yep. Okay. Uh, brilliant energy. What does that do? Uh, it lets me um, hit their touch AC plus natural armor. Okay. Our fight in, the, in middle. the middle of our buffs. You just hear from from echoing uh, across, echoing out across the buildings. Uh, you know, you know the way that a voice bounces off of buildings and yes. things. Yes. Yes. Um, it is here. What is all this hubbub? <laughs> What's going on here? Lenore shouts back. Hey, Pilts! Ah, that's me. Rematch! Will you? I was dead last time. It's complicated. I don't know who you are. We're the cover of night, asshole! Cover of what? Uh, you stole my painter! <laughs> Unia. I fucking love this. <laughs> Java, get the get the thing. Um Okay. Uh Unia would like to move into the room and begin casting Summon Monster 5. Oh boy. Um, for 1D3 shadows. Where are you summoning them? I would like to summon them on the bridge. And how many shadows do you summon? Ooh, let me roll. 1d3. Roll big, roll big, roll big, roll big. 
Amazing. Okay, so you begin chanting and you watch as this rift, this rift starts to open in the air uh, above them, above the bridge. What? What are you doing? Okay, Ophelia. Ophelia gets to do what Ophelia does best. Uh, and run into a bunch of enemies! Yay! Uh, so Ophelia is going to move onto the bridge and she's going to try to move through uh, Guard Guy's Square. Okay. Uh, so let me roll an acrobatics check. As you as you Naruto run up the stairs and across <laughs> the rope, this little rope bridge with its creaky little planks. Uh, I like to imagine your Naruto running. Yes, Naruto. Oh, god Arms damn it. Arms behind your back, suddenly that's... rapier gleaming in the sunlight for a brief moment. That's not a great roll. No? Uh-uh. Nope, it's not. What is it? Uh, a, a, uh, oh. Uh, 25. That is enough. Yeah. Move through the square. Thank goodness for those boots. Um, all right. Uh, so striding and moving through another person. So Ophelia is going to uh, go through the square over to uh, the right of this guy, uh, and she's gonna stab him with her human bane mithril dueling sword. Sure. Uh, so I get I get this attack. So with the bane damage or with the bane, that's a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. All right. Uh, so we do we get one d eight plus seven actually. Uh, so that's, um, 10 points of getting hit with a, uh, human bane rapier damage. Okay. I can roll two points, uh, or two d6 bane damage now. Okay. Uh, so that's four, that's 10 points of bane damage. And then I get 5d8 hidden strike. Oh, fuck. This guy's fucking dead. Roll, roll him. This guy's fucking dead, let me tell you. Twenty-one hidden strike damage. He's dead. And then Ophelia would like to turn. Uh, he he dies and uh, like basically you stab him up through the head, and uh, then he falls and gets <laughs> caught in in some of this tangled nets that are holding together this bridge, mm. and and just and just hangs. Uh, blood squirts out as he as he gets snagged in it. <laughs> Terrible. Actually, he's probably hanging by his foot upside down no! with blood leaking out onto the f onto the ground below. Oh fuck! Yep. And you have another attack. Uh, and Ophelia is going to uh, s uh, slash at the other guard in here. Okay. She don't give a fuck. She's killing people. <laughs> Roll your attack. Oh oh oh! Did you crit? Rolling to confirm. He's, he's dead. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Uh, I was I was misremembering. It's a 19 to 20 crit range. I got an 18 on die, but you know it hits. Uh, that's another 10 points of damage. And uh, then, human bane's pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm adding I'm adding the plus two uh, for the bane on the damage right now, and then uh, 2d6 bane damage. Well, it's because the enhancement bonus goes up. So that's six, uh, and another six max max bane damage. 12 okay. points of bane damage. How much? How much? Uh, getting cut with the dueling sword damage. Ten. He's unconscious and uh, hidden strike damage. Uh, I don't get hidden strike because ah. uh, I'm right there. Right. Uh, and Ophelia would like to look around at the remaining two guards and go, 
Who's next? See their legs shaking a little bit. Uh, him, him, he's next, he's next. What are you cowards doing over there? Kill them. Uh, yeah, boss. Lenore. <laughs> Lenore is going to move 60 feet. Lenore's going to uh, double move uh, to get into the room with Ophelia. Okay. And just, uh, yeah. Okay. Just double move. Yeah. And she's going to just glower intimidatingly at the, at the two remaining guards in the room. <laughs> How about you run down those stairs? Alright, uh, and this guy's gonna be like, uh, uh, see him very much weighing his options. Uh, uh he's gonna charge. Alright, uh, I will attack of opportunity. Yep, go for it. Oh. Rolling to confirm. Um, does a 19 confirm? Yes. I crit. How much damage do you do? <laughs> Oh, two D two D ten plus thirty four damage. He's, he's dead. He's dead. So Lenore, Lenore, So the guy yells, runs forward. Lenore cuts him down. Cut the guy in half. Looks uh, over. Looks over at the at the guy on uh, on the stairs. Tosses his axe uh to down the stairs. I. I'm out. 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 <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, d- 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 uh, this is not worth it. This is not worth it. Yeah. Just gonna, he's gonna go down the stairs and he's gonna be out of this. Combat. Yeah. We're not gonna. We're not gonna attack of opportunity him. Okay. You here? Well, what the hell are you waiting for? Do I not pay you to fight for me? No, sir. You. 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 You don't pay us. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> maybe it does. Go kill them anyway. Or I'll kill you. Yeah, boss. Yeah, sure, boss. And he's going to run difficult terrain across here because it's a crickety. So 15. This is, he gets to here, and he's going to chuck a throwing axe at Lenore. All right. 14 to hitch. Nope. Nope. A throwing axe. Boom. <laughs> embeds in the uh, wall behind you. Okay. Lenore just looks at the guy. You want to stay, buddy? Alright. And he's like, I gotta fight or probably Pilts is gonna kill me, I think. I don't know. We're gonna kill Pilts! Uh, You didn't kill him last time. I wasn't here! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who you are. God damn it! <laughs> Alright. Uh, and actually, you see stepping into your field of vision. Uh, he pushes this guy out of the way. <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, you, see, you see stepping over to here, which I believe Ophelia can see. Yes. Can you see Pilts from here? Uh, it looks like Lenore can just barely see him. Uh, Ophelia and, and yeah. Lenore should be able to see him. Okay. Uh, so you see just Coming around, twirling his rod of wonder in his fingers. So, you thought you could try to kill me and then come back and try to kill me again. Yeah! Mm, blow winds and crack your cheeks. Right, actually, he starts, he, starts, uh, he starts speaking in this very dramatic uh, way, and he's just saying gibberish. <laughs> you're like, you're like, what? 
the fuck? But it, there's a there's a nice meter to it. It sounds good. Colorless green ideas sleep uh, furiously. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, now everyone on his side is going to get inspire courage. Let me turn it on for them. Move action. Okay, so he five foot steps and starts that. And then he's just going to use his rod of wonder. Yeah. Rod of wonder. Rod of wonder. 3828. We are, uh, for those of you just joining us, uh, we are using uh, a lovely thing that I like to employ called the Net Librum of Magical Effects. It's the best. This is version 2.0. They made it slightly less broken. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you can become a god in this one. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> what? Well, this is actually going to be quite easy to do. Okay. Okay. No, I know how this is going to work. Okay. <laughs> okay. What happened? Nothing. God damn it. At the moment. <laughs> Fuck. All right. All right. Uh, and and uh, and he also, in the midst of his his um, miming and things, you just you just hear him go, "What the hell are the rest of you doing? Go kill them." Um, if you don't mind, I'm just going to use the next count of initiative for the Emperor's thugs and just have all of them act on this turn. That sounds fine. Great. Because that's going to make it a lot easier to run this combat. Yeah. All right. So this guy, this guy's going to go. I know he just went, but you know, we're in a new round and I just want, he's I been just spurred want forward. He's inspired. I, I would to, like to, I would like to attack of opportunity. Go for it. Oh, oh wait, that's a seven. I thought it was a natural one at first. So that's a 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And we do 1d10 plus 17 damage, 1d10 plus 17 damage, 1d10 plus 17 damage early in the morning. Uh, 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Yep. Okay. He takes 20 points of damage. And then he's going to attack at, um... Oh, shit. I forgot to turn on my blood rage. He actually takes, um, two, two additional points of damage. Okay. Uh, Ophelia, what's your AC? Ophelia has an AC of 29. Okay. He doesn't confirm a crit on you. Ooh. Badly. Womp. But. He does crit. Does. He, he does threat. Hit. Yeah. He does, he does hit. Uh, and he doesn't get to do his sneak attack damage either. Nah. And. Alright. How much. How bad do he be? You take 18 points of damage. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. World max damage. That is spicy. It all is right. quite spicy. Minus Love 18. It. Ooh. All right. So this guy is going to move to here. And uh, from here, he's just going to throw an axe. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be outside the first range increment, though. Yeah, it's outside the first range increment, so he's going to take a minus two. At Ophelia. Ugh. <laughs> that, that's a miss. <laughs> 17 to hit. Uh, and this guy is going to go... Jackass, what the fuck are you doing standing in the way? He's gonna try to he's gonna gonna spend extra movement to move through here. And he's <laughs> also going to chuck a chuck an axe at you. Ooh, very bad. Thirteen or thirteen to hit you. Nope. Alright. And this guy's gonna move up. And he's going to take the total defensive action. Because he's a bodyguard. He's guarding. Mm, this guy is going to move up and onto the stairs. This guy will also move up and onto the stairs. 
This guy will go to here, and then he's going to spend the rest of his movement to climb to block uh, this means of entrance. And then these guys are going to basically just be piling into a corridor. Excellent. Exactly as planned. All right. And I think that is everyone. Excellent. Oh, no, this guy's going to move up. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Damien. Damien is going to um, use his hasted movement to move up into the room with Lenora and Ophelia. Um, and we're going to make a... Uh, I guess we're going to make a cast defensively check uh, because I would like to... Uh, well, first, I have to get... Actually, I have a question. Mm -hmm. um, if, if Damien stands on the bridge here... Uh -huh. And the shadows spawn in. Can yes. Unia move the shadows so that Damien, that, so that none of them are touching Damien? Or like, would they be able to put them like one, two, three instead? Um, instead of you can put them wherever you want. Oh, okay, okay. So Damien is going to run up onto the bridge. Uh, Within range, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's range close, so I think that's about as Ridge far. Ridge creaks beneath your feet. Yeah. Uh, Damien would like to cast Fireball into the room. Uh, I think oh from here, Damien has a line of sight to uh, just barely this guard in the center of the room. What's the radius of Fireball? 20 feet. You get everyone. Uh, so Damien's going to um, bonus action Arcane Recovery, uh, third level spell. Boop. And he's going to cast Fireball again. DC 19 reflex save. And I will roll. I'm just going to give green dots to the people that pass. I'm going to roll 96 points of damage. 32 points of damage. Boy. I love Fireball. <laughs> oh, let's move up. Majenko. These guys take. 32 points damage. And then the other guys don't seem to take any damage. Evasion! Um, I have a question for you. Yes? Does fireball ignite flammable objects? It does. The rope bridge is set on fire. <laughs> uh, and that bypasses hardness because it's their weakness. Uh, and it deals 32 points of damage. Uh, the rope bridge is destroyed in the fireball. <laughs> and this guy's gonna fall. He's gonna take 2d6 fall damage. Uh, and now there is no more bridge. You have to jump the distance. I have prepared fly today. Amazing. <laughs> Alright. Jabber. <laughs> Suddenly you hear from just the, just far off I got a headlock approach! And uh, you you all see uh, landing with a superhero landing on this square back here. Can you see this? Uh, it's just out of my field of vision. Uh, you don't see with a superhero landing this <laughs> gnome with a great axe. <laughs> as he's just gonna double move and he's gonna jump. Amazing. Acrobatics check. Alright, alright. Um, and he's just... <laughs> Stops there with his great axe at the ready. You can't get the Uncle Pooh! What? Can't get Uncle Pooh! We can't get Uncle Pilts. Ah. Just watch us, little man. And, uh, 
fire burning in his eyes of rage. <laughs> All right. Unia. The shadows appear. So uh, for, for ease of use, shout out to um, the guy run it, who ran uh, the Reign of Winter for me for coming up with the best system <laughs> for if you don't have happen to have tokens at the ready. <laughs> you may place the shadows wherever you want them to start. They are cows. <laughs> Where do you want them? I would like uh, one shadow to be uh, here in front of Damien. In front of Damien. Uh, and I would like uh, one shadow to be beside Damien and one shadow to be behind Damien. Okay. Damien screams. Ah! What? What's going on? Um, now, as the shadows appear, uh, now they take an interesting form. One of them looks like... Uh, th now, they are all shadowy forms, uh -huh. right? Uh-huh. One of them looks like a beautiful woman carrying a cornucopia. One of them looks like a man with a big bushy beard and a wreath of uh, laurels around his head. He seems to be carrying some sort of torch. Ghost of Christmas bur present. Burning, burning uh, with dark flame. Uh, and he's wearing uh, a fur trimmed robe. And the last appears to be a faceless hooded figure wielding a scythe. Oh my God, it's the ghost of Christmas past, and present, and future. As, as they appear, uh, you hear them in unison go, Hilts, you have been a wicked man. <laughs> you will be visited by three spirits. <laughs> this is what I rolled on the net oh The my. next time Pilts is in his house, he will be visited by three ghosts. Oh my And um, what would you like the shadows to do? <laughs> I fucking love this game. <laughs> um, um, so we'll just uh, we'll go front to back, uh, past, present, future. I would like the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, I'm gonna name them. You have the Ghost of Christmas Past is okay. south of Damien. Okay, okay. Ghost of Christmas Present is next to Damien, and the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come is uh, behind Damien. I would like the Ghost of Christmas Past to attack the, um, the, the I'm sorry, the good lord. <laughs> I would like the Ghost of Christmas Past to attack the, the guard uh, that just hit Ophelia. And it's going to hit him dealing four points of strength damage to him. Uh, I don't know how many attacks a shadow gets. One. One. And then they have a fly speed? Okay. All right. Uh, I would like to have this shadow then um, fly off to the side, taking an attack of opportunity as... Uh, I suppose it could five-foot step. I'll have the shadow five-foot step off to the side and have the other shadows come forward and just do a little procession. Wait, do you, you want to move? Oh. You could set up a flank or something if you wanted. Ooh. Yeah, I was just... Can they move through my friend's squares without touching yes. them and dealing strength damage? Yes, yes, they can do that. Okay. Okay. They're allies, so... They're allies. Yay. Okay. Uh, so these these friends have a fly speed. Okay, so uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past stays there. It did its attack. I want the Ghost of Christmas Present uh, to move over uh, to the right of Ophelia. Uh, and hold its attack. 
Uh, where is where is past doing? Um, past is staying where it is. Uh, present is moving to the right of Ophelia. Um, okay. Uh, and it's only moving through allied squares, so it doesn't provoke an attack opportunity. And it's going to hold its hold its attack. Um, and future is going to fly to the south of Lenore. They are both going to attack now that they've set up a flank. Uh. Okay, present is going to miss. All right. And fu- and uh, future, uh, the this grim reaper looking ghost uh-huh. moves up and is also going to hit, uh, dealing uh, six points of strength damage. Hold on. Ooh. Is this guy dead? Oh God. Okay, he's fine. All right. And now that the shadows have moved, Unia, and Unia is going to um, move up onto bridge. Okay. And Unia is going to cast hold person on Jabber. Oh boy. That is a DC 17 will save. Um, is it a charm or fear effect? It is an enchantment compulsion effect. So no. No. Is hold. Is hold. Is hold. Excellent. Ophelia. Ophelia. Uh, so is, sorry, did this guy die from strength damage nope. yet? He's still up. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so I do get D4 hidden strikes on people who are flat-footed. So he's paralyzed right now. Okay. Uh, we're just gonna move past this guy. I'll make an acrobatics check to just... I'm not gonna try to attack him. I'm just gonna try to move past him without taking an attack of opportunity. Oh, God. That's really good. Um, that's a... Oh, boy. That's a 32? Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Ophelia runs past, uh, this guy, uh, runs over to Jabber, would like to make an acrobatics check to try to get through Jabber's square so she can stab him. Stab Um, her the Jabber. Um, oh, right! The bridge is gone. The bridge is gone! Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, if you start your turn next to him and he stays held, uh, you can coup de grace. Okay. I mean, actually, there's nothing preventing you from just stabbing him now and then coup de grassing later. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a gnome, so uh, n- the bane no, doesn't work. Yeah, no, no bane. Uh, so I'm going to bonus action uh, Shadow Shroud. Okay. Um, I will stab him, stab de stab, stab him from the darkness. I get, I only get the D4s. Uh, oh, because you just have concealment? Yeah. I don't think I can startling appearance him because he was aware I'm here. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, that's an 11 on die. Okay. Uh, so that's a 24 to hit. That'll hit. All right. The deals 1d8 plus... Okay, so he gets uh, 9 points of getting hit by a rapier damage, and then 16 points of hidden strike damage. And then I'm going to use this neat little feature that I picked up called Spring Attack, uh, and I'm going to use the rest of my movement to go back. Amazing. <laughs> you sure you don't want to start next to him to do the grass? But what if he moves next to him? He's full round attack. Well... True. Okay. Yeah, your call. Your call. Uh, I don't. I don't quite have the. Uh, Hold on. Have you taken damage? Yeah, I took 18 points of damage from the guy. Oh right. Uh, I would. I would prefer not to have Ophelia tank that. Um, also, uh, he's got his 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 uh, fort mod is through the roof. 
Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna do a fun little uh, spring attack thing, and we're just gonna uh, go back. We're gonna okay. go back to where so we were. So you spring attack and boing back to boing. your spot. Uh, Lenore. Lenore. Lenore is gonna five foot step around this fellow. Just like excuse me, pardon me, pardon me. Oh, do you want to coot across? Yes. It does provoke an attack opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-one to hit you. Nope. Okay. So misses on the attack of opportunity. And yeah, this is thanks to shield actually. Uh, otherwise, that would have hit. Uh, and yeah, Lenore's gonna try to cut a grasp grabber. Oh god. Oh right, it automatically hits. Uh, yes. And it automatically and crits. crits. Okay. 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 All right, so that automatically does 2d10. He's paralyzed and helpless yes. and he can't move. So it automatically does 2d10 plus 38 damage. Uh, so so I'm getting out my d10s. You can listen to him clacking. This is the clack of death. Oh. Uh, 43 points of damage. Okay. And what are the rules on the coup de grace? Like, um, what do you you have to make a fortitude save? What's the DC? Uh, I think it's equal to the damage dealt. Fuck! Then he's dead. Uh, but hold on. Uh, let me just let me just double check. Ten plus the damage dealt. Okay, no, he's dead. So he can't possibly make that. Lenore, ste- I see. He could roll a, a natural. He didn't. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so um, Lenore steps forward, swings her faux shard above her head with her stretchy arms and lops off Jabber's head. And you, you note you note as the as you knock the head off, the body just crumples underneath. Um, the head is momentarily still frozen in this <laughs> hold person effect because it's mental. Yeah. Oh my god. As soon as the head's severed, the body just collapses. And you just see the head Rotating through the air, no change in expression, no move in any muscles in the face. And then it lands on the ground. And then and then the muscles <laughs> relaxes at the second later. Lenore looks at the guy who just tried to hit her. Get out of here. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Uh he's gonna run. Get Jabber? Why did you try to my jabber? Monsters! You've been killing random people! Jabber was my friend! You there! Do the same to her! He points at Ophelia. Ophelia, make me a will save. Um, spell resistance. Uh. What's your, what's your DC on your spell resistance? It's 21. Right. You made it? Uh, yes. Okay. Helia makes a will save. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, is this a fear effect? Nope. Okay. Um. Fail, fail, fail. Fuck. Nineteen? That's gonna succeed. Yeah! <laughs> What? This stupid thing? He like looks at his finger. This stupid thing doesn't work. This <laughs> is nibbling, nibbling on his eye finger. Stupid thing. Oh, fucking stupid. 
One of you get in there and kill them. You prods him with the with the rod of wonder. Let's make an acrobatics trick. You're not very good at acrobatics tricks. I really glad Ophelia succeeded on that save because she's currently got Shadow Shroud up and she could fucking murder Lenore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be bad, huh? It would be really bad. Yeah. So, uh, Pilts, Pilts then prods uh, this guy who's at the edge here, going, You! Go after them! Kill them! And uh, the guy uh, seems to be caught a bit off guard. Mm-hmm. And is going to fall. Oh no! Twenty feet. Oh. As as he as as uh, Pilts goes, you go after them, kill them. What do I pay you for? <laughs> kill them, baby! And, and 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 as he he's you see him try to kick off to uh to uh jump across, but he hasn't had enough of a start, <gasps> and he just tumbles. Oh no! Twenty feet. So hard to get good help these days. You see Pilts just glare at the others. What, what are the rest of you looking at? Get in there! And uh, they're kind of nervously looking around. This guy's going to uh, go like, uh, you first, points at one of the others. This guy's <laughs> going to run, and uh, he's going to try to jump across. Yes, he does make it. Hey, Lenore, um, Lenore would like to attack of opportunity. 20 feet. Yes, so he gets just to your face. And uh, now you may attack for opportunity. Smack. Ooh, rolling to confirm. Oh no. <laughs> I have an I have expanded curse threat range. He's gonna be dead. Ooh, that was not a very good roll. Mm. Uh doesn't eighteen confirm. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> now let's see if he dies. Uh, if he dies from the damage. Forty-seven points of damage. Oh yeah, he's dead. Overkill. Overkill. Uh, so what do you do? Um. Well, Lenore. Uh, as the guy runs forward, Lenore just sticks out her faux shard and runs him through. Okay. And she and then she she screams. Give up! Surrender! Uh, don't worry, I can get more guards. These guards, those guards were the, the, the bad ones. You guys though. You're the good ones. Uh, and uh, this guy is going to try to run up. He's like, okay, boss, I guess. Move to here. I need to I need to roll to... Acrobatics. Acrobatics to jump across. Falls. Oh! I think the guys who fall are the lucky ones here. I'm going to roll another d6. Ooh! I rolled two sixes. Oh, no! So I'm going to roll another d6. Another D, another six. What? I'm going to roll another D6. <gasps> Exploding fall damage. Yeah. He's just like... No. Did you get another six? I did. What the fuck? The guy falls and breaks his neck. Okay, it finally ends. A three. Okay. That's statistically unlikely. <laughs> what is that? So, a one in 192 chance? So, I rolled four sixes in a row. Good lord. And then a three. Okay, no, that's much that's much higher. Uh so minus twenty-one. He's unconscious on the ground below. 
Honestly, I'm just trying to get these guys out of this fucking about fight. A, that's about a 1 in 1300 chance. This guy's going to go, I can do it, boss! Good, if you can, you'll get a bonus! And he's going to try to jump across. Hey, he makes it. Hey. Um, but he doesn't have enough movement to get into melee range, so he's going to chuck a throwing axe at Lenore. All right. Has been killing everyone. 28 to hit you. That does hit me. Nine points of damage All to you. All right. <laughs> and, um, and then these guys are going to come up like, uh, boss, I don't, we can't really get there with, with squelch over on the other side. Oh. Yeah, boss, what if we just stand over here and just throw things at them? I think that's probably a better idea. We could stop them from jumping across and hitting you. I don't know, sounds like, sounds like quitter talk to me. <laughs> Are you all quitters? 19 to hit Lenore. Nope. Okay, miss. Uh, and then this one's also gonna throw an axe. Ooh, natural one. Ooh. Uh, let's roll to confirm. I think that's gonna confirm. Shit. Uh, dealing... Yeah. Making an attack roll against his buddy because he rolled a natural one and confirmed the miss. Ten points of damage to his buddy oh. as an axe embeds in his back. Ah. And I think I think that's everyone. No, wait, no, there's one more. There, he can't get into range to do anything. It's like, boss, don't you think we should like retreat? No, they killed Jabber. You're just going to let them do whatever they want. Oh, also, strength damage guy has yet to go. Roll an intimidate check. Ooh. Just from everything that's happened so far and telling him to run. That is a 26. That seems like a good idea. He's going to uh, look around and he's going to be like, yeah, whatever. He's going to drop his axe and run. Yep. We won't attack him. As these guys pile in like lemmings. <laughs> Haste ticks down around, brilliant energy ticks down around. Damien, it is your turn. Damien, what would Damien like to do? Oh, I know what I want to do. This will make it hard for people to throw things. I'm going to spell combat. I'm going to cast Glitter Dust. Oh, boy. Uh, on uh, this 10-foot uh, radius area centered on this guy on the other side of the, the chasm between the two buildings. Um, that is a DC 18 will save. Great. Fail. Blinded. Also fail. Save. What's your DC? 18. Ooh, no, that's a fail as well. And then this guy... Okay, this guy makes it. Pilts. Makes it. Okay. And then uh, Damien is going to throw cards at this guy who's standing right here uh, on this side of the um, on this side of the. Wait, chasm. Is, hold on. Is this guy over here also? Yes, he is. So this guy is going to be included. Save. Also blinded. Okay, we're gonna swift action enter Star Toss style. I have rapid shot on to give me the proper penalty. Plus one. So we can throw three cards. And here we go. Um, he is within my... He's not within my first range increment. He is in my second range increment, so that's an additional minus two? Yeah. Throwing cards. Brilliant energy cards. Yes. Alright. Uh, that is a... 30 to hit. Oh, uh, goodness, yes. 1d4 plus 
Yes, that is that is very very much a hit. Twenty-four plus five points of damage. Seven points of card damage. I'm just clearing all of the uh, dead guys off the field. How much damage? Uh, seven. Okay. Uh, here's the hasted attack. Oh boy. Uh. Oh I, boy. Oh wait, no. Can I do a full round attack action with spell combat? Yes. Excellent. Yes, that's the whole benefit of spell combat. It's in addition to all of your other attacks, you also cast okay. a spell. Okay, uh, 25 yes. against... All right, and that's another another six points of card oh boy. damage. Oh, boy. And Unomas. Well, how much damage was it? Six. Okay. Uh, 19. How many attacks have you done? I, I get three. I get my two iteratives, and I get a hasted. And rapid shot, right? And, oh, I haven't... I, I didn't... It, you, rapid shot and haste don't stack. Haste and Rapid Shot don't stack? Uh, not according to this sheet. Um, Damn. Well done. How much damage? Uh, sorry. Uh, seven? Uh, seven? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Great. Let me check this real quick. In any case, I was just selecting Rapid Shot to properly give me the penalty for, um, spell combat, and I was not actually, uh, planning on, uh, firing an additional card. Otherwise, I mean, everything still hits. No, rapid shot and haste do stack. Oh, okay. Oh, the sheet's wrong. All right, all right. Um, haste says that it doesn't stack with similar effects. Um, oh, like um, divine. Well, if you had a weapon of speed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, or, or divine yeah, vigor. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I have always run it that you can you can rapid shot and hasted attack in a okay. round, so you also get another attack. Okay. Well, I mean, I hadn't properly been calculating the. Um, Penalties for rapid shot. Oh, so, okay. So you didn't yeah. rapid shot. This yeah. Round. So I didn't rapid but, shot. No. Um, but I can yes. next time if I want. Uh, all right. Yes. Just so you know. Just so. Just so I knows. All right. Uh, so Damien. Damien throws a bunch of cards uh, after casting glitter dust. Right. Unia. Okay. Unia would like to direct their shadows because this guy is blinded. Actually, it looks like all of these and all of these guys are blinded. Can I have the shadows just slide past the uh, the guards here and circle pilts? Sure. Uh, I don't know if if they have to, if they have to double move, I'll let them double move. They have a forty foot fly speed. Oh, excellent. Okay, so um, the one that's closest to Lenore can get uh, to behind pilts. Okay. Um, and it looks like the other two might have to double move. Yeah. yeah, double move. Yeah, and so the other two will double move. Um, the one that uh, flies 40 feet to Pilts will attack Pilts. Hold on. If this one goes to either of these two squares... Oh, yeah, then, it, then it could. Okay, okay. So two of them two of them will be able to attack Pilts. Um, I'll let him take attacks of opportunity if he wants. All right, so uh, the people that, that they're flying past all try to take attacks of opportunity. What's their AC? Uh, let me see. Um, they they are blinded, so. Um, oh right, the, they can't take attack opportunity, but this guy can. Yeah. Um, let me get shadow. Uh, now shadows are incorporeal, yes. They are. Okay. They so, have an AC of fifteen. Okay. So you see one of them swing at the shadow, and it's and the blade just goes right through it. Mm-hmm. It's non magic. I would like. The two shadows that... Pilts tries to swing with his war razor, and uh, it was a deft swing. He, like, basically, he swipes at... Uh, who's who's moving through? Uh, the shadow. 
Which one? Uh, I want future to move to here, and then is this is this past up here? Oh, that's present. Present. I want present to move uh, to right adjacent okay. to that one. So he tries to swipe at. Uh, the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> uh, and you see the war razor just slides right across the neck as he passes and just wisps of shadow just float after. And the ghost of Christmas yet to come raises the scythe, comes down on Piltz. Touch you see, uh, 18 verse touch deals five points of strength damage to Piltz. Uh, right. Right. Minus five. It's damage, right? Not drain. Yes, it's damage. And then, uh, present. Mm-hmm. This bearded man in a bathrobe <laughs> uh, comes by and also deals a point of strength damage. You see, uh, Pilts seeming to, seeming to wither before your eyes as his, as he seems to shrink within this billowing robe that he's wearing. He's like, uh, what? Surrender. Repent for your crimes. I, I, this is my home. Can't stop me. This is mine. We most certainly can stop you. Uh, and Unia. Is past double moving into here? Uh, yes. Unia? Unia would like to move into the room. Uh-huh. Unia is going to come into the room. They're going to stand next to, or they're going to stand between their friends, and they're going to cast. Uh, actually, it's in with forty feet. Yes, and they're going to cast prayer. So you don't get this guy. Yeah, not quite. Because he's behind a wall, and then prayer is up for the whole party. Then yes. Yep. Attack damage. Attack damage. It's also up for future, I believe. Mmm. Let me see. Yes. Uh, oh, no. No, future and pastor around the corner from that, so they don't get it. A luck bonus on saves. That's so nice. Attack, damage, saves. And skill checks. Skill checks. So nobody's jumping across this fucking thing now. <laughs> right. Ophelia. Ophelia. Pilts covered in glitter. <laughs> um, so so uh, as, this, as this, like, pulse of of dark energy pulses out from Unia and seems to twist around uh, your enemies li- almost like vines restraining them a bit uh, and but for your allies uh, it seems to it seems to suffuse into their like hands and feet and weapons coating them in like this sheen of shadow energy so we're going to take down another another round on shadow shroud here Burp. And Ophelia would like to uh, move forward and attempt to um, jump across. There's a guy standing right there. There is a guy standing right there. Um, and there's a guy standing on the other side, Okay, too. so the jumping will be difficult. It would be very difficult. All right. Um, you wouldn't be able to end your turn. You wouldn't be able to end your movement in any of those spaces. Ew. Okay. We're just going to come forward and uh, attack this guy. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's probably easier to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, like, like, I don't think you have the movement to get to a space that you would be able to stay in. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I guess you're hasted, aren't you? Yeah. But you have to move through, like, three people's squares. Yeah, that seems And you have to jump from an occupied square into an occupied square. It sounds like a mess, honestly. Ophelia is going to just attack this guy. Okay. Uh, 
I'll try to move through his square. Uh, to where? Uh, right. <laughs> There's no bridge. Right. For some reason, I was like, I can just skirt around him and then go over to this square, but I oh, can't. Oh, you could actually. Yeah, you could. You could go through him and then out to the side. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do that, you can. All right. I'll go over towards the stairs. Um. So that is a twenty-two to hit. Uh, that will hit. Oh, I need to make an acrobatics check. I'm sorry. Yes, you do need to make an acrobatics check. Uh, that's a thirty. Okay. Yes, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, one d eight. This guy's human. Yes, he is human. Ten points of getting hit with a human being dueling sword damage. Okay. Bane damage. Bane. Four. Six, ten points of bane damage. He's he's staggered and, and uh, swearing on the spot, swaying on the spot rather. And five d eight hit and strike. Oh fuck, he's dead. Oh fuck, he's dead. <laughs> oh fuck, he did. Um. Oh no, yeah, he's dead. Okay, so that was a bonus action. So I guess I'll hold my attack action, uh, in case somebody hops over. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, um, can I stealth? From some people and not from others. Okay. Uh. I am, I am. Oh, you're in Shadow Shroud. I'm, sh I'm in Shadow Shroud. Then yes, I believe you can. Yes. Because you're obscured in that. Stealth. <gasps> I got a natural twenty. As you're sort of hiding in your little shadowy rift. I get. I rolled a thirty-six. Uh, are you using this red counter for anything? Nope. I'm gonna put it in there. Nope. Oh, nope. That's a thirty-nine. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Ophelia sinks into the shadows by the staircase. Disappears. Lenore. Lenore is going to look at Damien and go, Hey, can you cast something on me that'll help me fly or move in the air? Damien's like, Yeah, I can cast fly on you. Hold on. Lenore is going to delay. Now, you do technically have reach enough to get across the uh, place if you wanted to do that. But I can't quite hit Pilts. Okay. But, <laughs> I, I mean, want, you can hit the front guy. I want to hit pilts. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you want to cast long arm? <gasps> Ooh. If you do that, you can hit pilts. I could, Not this turn. I could I could quicken cast long arm. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could, I couldn't spend, you? I spend eight rounds of blood rage to quicken cast long arm. Oh, we better hope that this uh, ends this round then. No. Oh, I've, wait, no. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, uh, okay. And, um... Fuck. I <laughs> so that increases my reach. What is your reach now? Um, well, she's choked up on her faux shard right now, and so it's 15 feet uh, around in a circle. So she could move. You can, you can stand on this space. Uh, and I think if you stand there, you... Uh, I as she moves, she can also let her faux shard out a little bit yes. and that'll and that'll make a donut of death that is 20 feet and then the five feet inside she can't hit yes um so now you can hit pilts yes fuck i can only hit him with one with one attack yeah uh, again again uh doing doing that as part of your movement the same way as if you were to draw a weapon yes yes, yes. and i will super super stretchy arm across two pilts fuck to smack him in the face. That does a 27 hit pilts. Good lord, yes. Alrighty. 1d10 plus 19 damage, 1d10 plus 19. Oh, actually, 
I didn't put prayer up yet. It's uh, 1d10 plus 20 damage. That is um, 26 points of damage to builds. 26 points of damage. Gotcha. As your stretchy arms stretch across the, the gap where the smoldering remains of the bridge were past, uh, I think these guys would give them give him soft cover, but... As a 28? Yeah. What's up? It was a 28. Yes, pass, but you still prayer. hit him. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> the, like, the, the stretchy arms sort of loop around the the other guards and smack Pilt, and the first right, arm smacks Pilt. Pilt's just like, what the f- could, could they do that last time? I don't think they could do that last time. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I would remember if they did that. <laughs> Surrender! Why would I do that? I don't know. <laughs> Alright. I tell you this. How about this? He's gonna five foot step back. If I surrender and all I give you the lives of all of my people and you let me go. What are you gonna do if we let you go? I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch he five foot steps back and he eyes the ghost of Christmas future very carefully. And he is going to try to cast defensively. <laughs> you watch him just waving his hands. Um, so he tries to cast defensively to not provoke an attack. He doesn't uh, provoke an attack of opportunity. You watch as he goes diagonally. I mean diagonally. Shit. Oh, sorry. This thing's looking at me. Fuck. That wasn't it. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. Happy lose the spell. I wish all Pilt Swastles very lose the spell. Um. <laughs> what are you all looking at? Protect me. Kill the things. He points at the shadows. And um, these two guys are going to attack at the shadows. D swing harder. Hit them better. <laughs> Aren't you all supposed to be the most feared feared gangs in old Corvosa? Like these are fucking ghosts, dude. <laughs> oh, every um, everybody who had uh, glitter dust in their eyes gets to make a save. DC eighteen. Everyone who's blinded is still blinded. Um, so this guy is like, I don't know, wh what are you talking about? Ghosts? What the fuck is going on? And you just see this guy flailing wildly with his, <laughs> with his, uh, with his axe. Um, these guys are like, what are we doing? And, and you hear Pulse go, right in front of you, right in front of you. There's, there's the lady. She's there right in front of me. And you see him. No, you idiot. The bridge is out. You said right in front of me. <laughs> Okay, okay. I swear by all the gods, if you don't hit them, I'm killing you next. This guy's gonna be like, I don't know. Axe hit embeds in the wall next to Lenore. It's okay, if we kill him first, we won't kill you. Maybe. Damien. Damien. It's your turn. Damien moves up. Uh, Damien goes up and casts Fly on Lenore. Okay. Lenore's little tippy toes start floating off the ground. Now she can fly and she has 20 feet of reach. She can fly! She can fly! She can fly! She can fly! Move up, cast fly, any swift 
Uh, nope. Unia. Unia. Uh, Unia is going to direct their shadows to continue to attack Pilts. I think they can all move and attack Pilts now. Yes. The ghosts of Christmas converge. Oh no. That's a crit. Converge upon Pilts. Is that a is that a confirmed crit? Repent for your crimes. All right. So, as you as you say repent for your crimes, the ghost of Christmas future is going to go forward and be like, "You are a wicked man, Pilts, and wickedness is your undoing." And you see, puts a hand into Pilts's chest, and the face goes gaunt, and you see this vital energy sucked away. And um, for a moment, you can you can just see like this shadow essence being pulled away. Uh, now, now, uh, lighting effects have no effect on Pilts for some reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he crumples under the weight of his own body. Dead. The golden sparkles of glitter dust making him a gilded effigy. Yes. Of his once proud tyrannical reign. Uh, and, uh, uh, that's future. Do you want past and present to do anything different now? Can I, can they, can they just tell the others to flee? Flee! Tell the tale of what transpired today. How wickedness is one's undoing, and you should always pay your workers a proper wage. (laughs) (laughs) And they go, yeah, we don't want to get our souls sucked out by... What is that? Xyphus? Yeah, you know what? No, nope, nope, I'm good. I'm good. And they're going to scatter. This guy falls. <laughs> okay, and, and the remaining uh, thugs flee. Their leader killed. Jabber beheaded. Pilts drained of all strength until his body just gives out. Would you like to know the loot before we go? Yes, please. Oh, fucking K. Lenore floats gracefully over. (laughs) You will find on Pilts a rod of wonder. Hey! (laughs) Uh, A plus one glamoured chain shirt. A masterwork light crossbow 10 bolts uh a masterwork razor sorry masterwork war razor yes <laughs> uh a cloak of resistance plus two a headband of alluring charisma Ooh. plus two 291 gold Ooh, okay hold on i got a got a cash flow all right okay. on jabber you find uh plus one leather armor okay uh plus one great axe Small. Oh, so small other armor as well? Yes, yeah, small other armor as well. Okay. An amulet of natural armor plus one. All right. A belt of giant strength plus two. Ooh. Uh, among the dead, 
that you have here. I think there's four dead bodies remaining here. Mm -hmm. The rest, uh, everybody else gets to flee. Four masterwork studded leathers. Okay. Four masterwork heavy wooden shields. Four masterwork battle axes. Uh, and including the ones that have been used, 20 throwing axes, some of them embedded in various structures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The uh, the ghosts will fade away. Uh, yes. Having shared their moral lesson with all of us, <laughs> they uh, bring you a goose. Shadow goose. A shadow goose. Yes. <laughs> it's the biggest shadow goose you've ever seen. It makes shadow You will find very happy. Um, underneath the throne Ooh. a thick leather bound book. Ooh. And it's does not appear to be magical. All right, we'll open it. It is an old book bearing a picture of a man with very strange looking hair. <laughs> Let me share a picture of what this guy looks like. All right. There's there's words on the cover, right? Uh -huh. And also a picture of a man. Okay. Right? Um the words don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's the, you don't recognize the characters. You don't like, you don't recognize actually roll linguistics. There's, this is the freaking Voynich manuscript. Roll linguistics, Damien. Come on, sweet pea. How are you going to, you got a plus 10. Let's see what you do. One. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, does anybody yeah, else have yeah, linguistics? You oh, uni has linguistics because they learned how to speak Verizian. That's right. Uh, they got a 19. Unia got a 19. Uh, Damien does technically help because with a natural one, he still gets an 11. So 21. But yeah, there is a picture of a man. I've posted it in chat here. <laughs> it is a guy with with uh, a very prominent forehead. It looks like there he has like a little uh, wispy mustache and some facial hair. He's got a ridiculous collar, poofy sleeves. And like a little doublet. Uh -huh. It's a style of dress that's similar to things you've seen before, but the exact fashion of it doesn't look like anything you've ever seen before. <laughs> For those playing at home, it's William Shakespeare. It's William Shakespeare. <laughs> and it's just filled. This entire book is just filled with columns of writing that just seem... It's just squiggly lines, some of them circles, some of them crossed letters, just none of it makes any sense. It doesn't look like any language you've ever seen. I feel like we, we in order to, to fully understand this text, we'd need some, uh, some notes of some kind, maybe some kind of primer. Um, you, you could try <laughs> comprehend languages if you wanted. It's, is it, I need to take this to my friend Spark and have him write notes. I don't have, nobody has Comprehend Languages Is it on the cleric list? Oh, prep today, yeah. But yes, it is the complete works <laughs> of Shakespeare. <laughs> um, but yeah, you looking at it, you have no idea what this fucking is. Now, rolling through the rest of the facility here. Bless is down. Um, down in the south chamber, you will find a storeroom. Uh, which is full of crates and boxes and barrels. And if you take enough time looking through it, uh, you'll find there's not a lot of value here. 
um, as you search over it with detect magic, you will find a magical ring. Oh, okay. Um, I'll have Damien look at it. Let's make a spellcraft check and see if we can figure out what it is. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, 34. Oh, boy. This is a ring of chameleon power. It is. It has a faint illusion aura. It is a cast level third uh, magic item. It's worth 12,700 uh, 12, gold. Negli negligible weight. As a free action, the wearer of this ring can gain the ability to magically blend in with his surroundings. This gives a plus 10 competence bonus on stealth checks. <gasps> as a standard action, you can also use the spell Disguise Self as often as you want. Mm. Ophelia might replace her ring of swimming with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's appropriate. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, do you want to try it out? <laughs> the way you said that makes me nervous. <laughs> do you want to try it out? Yes. All right. What do you want to look like? Ophelia wants to try to look like it's disguise self so it just changes it, it just gives you a uh, bonus on disguise checks ophelia wants to try to look like damien okay yeah you look like you look like damien you look like damien with bright cyan hair <laughs> All right, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. Damien, is this thing cursed? Um, I mean, I don't. Did you want to look like me with cyan hair? Um, no. Do you want to try it again? <laughs> I want to try. I want to try to look like Lenore. All right, uh, and you look like a perfect copy of Lenore, or actually, you look like a whatever your disguise roll is plus ten. Uh, <laughs> of Lenore. Of Lenore with. Lime green hair. What is wrong with this thing? Uh, Damien is going to try to identify. <laughs> um, actually, you rolled high enough to get uh, even with this. Um, it's not necessarily cursed. It's just kind of glitchy. Nah. Um, but I mean, in the way that you identify a cursed object, you exceed its DC by whatever. It is It is a ring of chameleon power, but whenever uh, whenever it is used... Uh, all the all the wearer's hair changes to a strange and unnatural random color. The strange side effect has no real game effect, but it was enough to rub Pilts the wrong way, and he never used the ring himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm, I'm putting this on. Ring of chameleon power, glitchy. <laughs> Because it'll still give me the plus ten, uh, the plus ten bonus on uh, stealth checks, yeah. Or does it make like a loud farting noise every time I try to use it to improve my stealth roll? No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so I fucking love that. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna grab Lenore's token in this room here. So across from the storeroom, uh, there will be uh, an air, uh, a room where the air in this room uh, is sickly sweet, a combination of flowers and vinegar. The unpleasant smell likely comes from the 14 poorly preserved heads <gasps> mounted on the wall of this grisly trophy room. Oh, God! Most of the heads are human, although two of them, uh, two of those are elves, and one uh, is from a dwarf with a beard roughly sheared off to match the cut 
to the neck. Oh my god! Uh, so, uh, to the north, a small child-sized bed sits against the wall opposite a wooden table decorated with a magnificent set of silverware. This is Jabber's room. The silverware, with a successful appraisal, will get you that it is, it is worth uh, 500 gold. Uh, a platinum and crystal decanter filled with fine brandy sits on the table as well, and this item is worth 750 gold. Nice. Also treasure. Also treasure. Moving on, looking around, you'll find this place here. This seems to be some sort of master. You find like a master bedroom. Uh, this extravagantly decorated bedroom would seem to belong uh, to the richest of noble villas uh, or monarch's castles, at least, until one looks more closely at the sheets on the four-poster bed and notes how stained and frayed they are. Yeah. Uh, or examines the tapestries and bed curtains and sees the patches of mold Ew. and threadbare edges. Oh. A tall, well-stocked bookcase to the south turns turns out to be leaning against the wall for support. The contents of its sagging shelves are poorly produced books with violent or erotic names on their mildewed spines. Exemplary execrables. <laughs> Everything is slightly musty, stained with age, and well beyond its prime. Gross. Only the three paintings hanging on the wall hold up to closer inspection. Those are Salvatores. But their grisly subject matter might make them difficult to show in most public venues. These so are these are Salvatore's paintings. To the north, a simple wooden door is secured with a lock and heavy wooden bar. Actually, the lock is undone at this point. The bar is removed. Um, you see a lock sitting on a table next to the door. I will open the door. Uh, you will find uh, the room within uh, is uh, is an it has an the air is an unpleasant mix of stale body odor and paint. Uh, there's a lumpy straw mattress on the floor in one corner, partially covered with a few blankets, while the other uh, uh, the other end stands uh, a large easel on which rests a nearly completed painting of an of immense fiends attacking a village. The paintings that you find in this room, uh, the first uh, is a portrait of a thin humanoid wearing shadows as he stands framed uh, by a dolmen of great size, which is like uh, several stone pillars supporting a giant slab of stone above. A, a man, a thin man framed in shadows? Yes. Uh, the figure's brilliant blue eyes are the only true points of color in the piece, and they seem to almost glow with anger. Blue. <gasps> oh, okay. I would like to. Can I take the paintings for study? Um. Now you can. Well, do you want to appraise them? Oh yes, yes. Or you can appraise them, and you can also roll uh, knowledge religion if you want to identify what you're looking at. Here. Yes, I would like to do both of those things. Damien and Ophelia can roll appraise. Oh, oh and so can Unia. All right, Damien, Unia, and Ophelia are going to appraise these. We're going on antiques roadshow, friends. <laughs> Damien got a 10, uh, rolling a three on die, which is not great. Uh, he thinks they're too grisly. He doesn't really want to look at them. He's like, ah, Unia got a 21. Um, there are other numbers on my die besides three and 18, please. Uh, and Ophelia got a 19 on die. So 25 with two helps, 29 on the, on the appraise check on the appraise check. Okay, um, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this. 
Uh, I'm just going to roll it for all of the uh, things. So this painting is worth 450 gold. Okay. And uh, please make a note mm -hmm. that um, if you are to sell it to the Jagari Museum, you'll get an extra 25%. Okay. Because it's, uh, it's a piece of fine Corvosan art that they would love to have. Okay. Uh... Uh, the second picture depicts a uh, rugged mountain above a desert under a harsh blue sky. In the foreground, a quartet of Vudrani tusked cam camels ridden by uh, Nadar tribes people uh, race across dunes that, under closer inspection, consist of tiny skulls. Oh my god. This painting is worth 1,100 gold. All right. Um, and the final portrait is the most disturbing, for it depicts a handsome man in the process of peeling away the flesh of his arms as if he were taking off a pair of gloves. Underneath, his arms are mus are muscular and covered with glittering blue scales. Uh -huh. The man's expression is one of delight, yet his eyes are empty pits of blackness. Oh my God. Half seen in the shadows beyond him are thousands of humans impaled on towering wooden poles erected in the shadow of an indistinct shape looming on the horizon. Perhaps a castle. Maybe a mountain. But likely something more this one is worth two thousand gold oh my god okay i would love to talk to salvatore about these um now uh you can roll knowledge knowledge religion knowledge religion. for the first two all right uh and knowledge geography for this for the last one okay i will do knowledge religion here damien or knowledge arcana on the actually you can roll both knowledge knowledge geography and knowledge arcana on the second okay. one well we're gonna do um the knowledge religion check first. Yes. Uh, so D Damien first. Uh, that's a 28. Uh, Uni is going to help. Uni is not going to help. <laughs> um, All right. You will gather. So the first one, you are able to identify that it appears to be. Oh, wait, actually, did, did you finish? Uh, I think. Um, oh, Ophelia is not in her social identity. She can't use well-known expert to help uh, Unia make the check again. Okay, only Unia and Damien have knowledge religion, so... Um, what was your total? 28. Okay, so uh, the first one, you are able to identify that it is a depiction of Zonkathon, and it seems to be him stepping into a portal into Nadal. Oh! Um, the second, you're not entirely sure. It, it seems to have some sort of religious importance, but you're not sure what it is now you said i could roll knowledge arcana or knowledge geography you can roll both knowledge geography and knowledge arcana on the third one on the third one okay yes okay well i'll roll knowledge arcana first uh damien has a plus 18 to that so that is a 34 on mm -hmm. knowledge arcana you will easily identify with the, the scales that you see beneath the flesh appear to be that of a blue dragon and knowledge geography. Yes. So we'll have Damien roll. Damien got an 18. Lenore has knowledge geography. Uh, Lenore got a 20. Uh, so 22. What's up? 22 on knowledge geography. It's 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 a little too vague. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really tell like what sort of place it's supposed to be. Okay. There's just a shadow looming in the background. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Well, um, I suppose, yeah, no, I'm not going to spend a, um, I'm not going to spend a 
a hero point on this. Uh, I'll ask I'll ask uh, Salvatore about them when we return. <laughs> um, so put these in the the bag of holding, and wow, don't those look ominous and portentous? Uh, there's one more room. You'll find uh, several barrels and crates sitting against uh, the walls. Oh, I found the crate and barrel. Ha. Uh, stacked on many are blank canvases and what appear to be ceramic containers. A stack of paintings leans against the eastern wall, stretched on wooden frames and covered with sheets. Mm. Um, for the sake of brevity, we'll assume that you make your praise checks. Because, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, so these all appear to be brand new scream paintings. However, they seem to lack the same quality as the ones in the previous room. Mm-hmm. They seem muddled and pedestrian compared with the brilliance of his work from before the death of King Aedred. Uh-huh. Uh, in particular, the use of blue pigment, which is a trademark of Salvatore's work, seems sloppy and poor. Uh, in fact, you see in many places where something should be painted like one shade of blue, there's just splotches of many different color. Oh. Uh, as if he's trying different blues and can't find the right one. And because of this, there there's 11 paintings in total, and each of them is probably only worth like 20 gold. Okay. Because they don't really have, like a collector would not really accept these as screams. Yeah. They're like, wow, that's a, that's quite a striking difference. No wonder the artists were so distressed. You will find a leather bag wedged between two high rafters on the southeast corner of the room. Uh, it contains three platinum pieces, 44 gold. Okay. Uh, and a single silk glove inset with tiny pearls on the back of the hand. Okay. Oh, also a masterwork hand crossbow. Oh, okay. Ooh. And a wand. Okay, um, let's have Damien look at the wand. That is a 30. A 30. Yes. Um, I believe that's going to be enough. Okay. Uh, it is a wand of slow. Wand of slow! With 13 charges remaining. Oh my goodness. Uh, that, if, is, that is good. Yeah. That is a good debuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you would like, you may also appraise the uh, glove. Oh, is it magical? No, but it looks valuable. Okay. It's, it's got tiny pearls on the back of the hand. I, all right, all right. Oh, honey, no. Um, <laughs> really, I think everybody rolls a praise, right? Um, yeah, everybody has ranks in it. So Damien got an 11. Unia got a 12. <laughs> Ophelia got a 19. And Lenore got a natural one. <laughs> oh, what, what's, your, what's your 23? Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you're able to gather. Um, it's DC 20, by the way. Okay, um, okay. It's, al- it's always DC 20, actually. All right, all right. Um, it, so this is a uh, so this is just a uh, it's a silk glove with tiny pearls on the back worth two hundred and fifty gold. Nice. This is this is an this is an unusual thing. Why is there only one glove? Who knows? Would we be able to like do like a knowledge fashion check? <laughs> um, really, that's the appraise check, uh, and you didn't roll high enough to get like extra facts about it. All right, all um, right, that's fair. That's fine. A DC twenty appraise check tells you how much something's worth. Okay. Um, if you exceed the check, uh, I might be able to give you like fashion things or stuff okay. like that. Or if you had like profession tailor or something, you know. I know. Let's go into the castle to ask Togemore. Let's ask Togemore. <laughs> hey, Togemore. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's a silk glove. All right, tiny pearls, tiny on, the pearls on the back. Mm-hmm. Right, 250 gold. So with that, we have finished Pilt's Palace. Yeah. Pilt's is dead. Pilt's is dead. Jabber is dead. Jabber is dead. And you've looted the whole fucking place. Yes. And yeah. we will come back next time on, on Curse of the Crimson Throne. For listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. As a reminder, the next two sessions will be a two-part collaboration with Zach and Jero from Pot Against the Machine, so be sure to tune in for that. At the end of this collaboration, we will actually be skipping ahead to what we recorded as episode 58. 57 was mostly just bookkeeping. If you really want the raw audio of 57, send us an email at tohaventoroll at gmail.com. Maybe we will have that be our first bonus content, but Rain and I both decided that it was honestly a bit too dry to put out there. We are attaching the relevant portions of 57 to the end of 56 and the start of 58 to make sure no important details are missed. To Have and to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Duxer. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with Paizo's community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your games, check out sirenscape.com. This session also featured music by Philip Melvin, a partner of Michael Gelvie Studios, including Crossing the Bridge of Heraxis, The Rat King, Paintings in a Clock Tower, London, The Dark Age 1868, Ashes and Bones, The Forgotten Spell, The Last Dragonlord, and The Bard's Tale, Heroes. Our intro is The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz. For these and other great tracks, check out Michael Gelfie's Patreon for Philip and Michael's latest work. Link in the description. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, tohaventoroll.tumblr.com. And remember... We do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haventoroll at gmail.com, subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks with a strange detour into the Jagari Museum collection. We'll see you then. Da 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 da
We don't know what they're doing in our house, but they're here, and they seem to be watching us. They don't seem to have pupils in their eyes. They never look away, though. Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> Sorry. Hasta. Hasta, hasta la pasta. Hasta la pasta. Autumn is uh, serenading all of you with the sounds of a crinkling paper bag. Come on, little one. Oh my god, look. <laughs> I just see I just see Daft turning around holding a paper bag with legs sticking out the bottom. It all ripped. <laughs> Here. You can play. In here, if you want, okay? Oh, oh my goodness. Autumn's like, oh, the bag is still here. Hello, little one. She's so small, right? How did he pickle the peppers while they were still growing? With his penis. Ah! He has a pickling penis. No! Peter Piper's pickling penis pickled no. pickled peppers. Jeez! I hate this. I hate this so much. Peener. 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 Pino. Pino Noir. Pino Noir. Pino Noir. Mid-sized car. Oh, so close and yet so far. Pino Noir. Pino Noir. You don't have to be popular. Find out who your true friends are. If you're wondering if he does this every time we get wine, regardless the of the type, in the boudoir, you'd be right. I went to voicemail. Call, call it again. Call, call it again. <laughs>